Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. But you see, when you've got a dream and you've got a real vision and you've got something from God, I hope this don't hurt everybody's feelings. You can work 20 hours a day. Because you've got strength. You have meat to eat that nobody knows about. I have bread to eat that you know not of. You're working on your purpose, and that is different than working the job. When I found out that I was getting trained everywhere I worked for my purpose, it all changed. I couldn't wait to go. I couldn't wait to learn more. Joy come out of my heart. I wasn't working. I've never had a dead-end job since because none of them were dead ends the way I was working them. I had joy when I hated the job and I was looking forward to getting the next one because I knew I was on my journey, not in an arrival place. You know, you know how when you get a house that's too small and you first buy it, and you try to actually make it like it's going to be the house you live in the next 30 years in and nobody has enough room to raise nobody? Never make permanent that which is temporary. If it's temporary, take it for temporary. Keep it nice enough so you can sell it because you know it's temporary. If you don't understand that, You'll let it fall down because you think, well, I'm going to stay here. And when you go to move, you can't. There's something about idleness that don't make, let you move. You can't, it don't work. You got to move to get, you got to move. You know, I, I, the, the, the repetitious things you got to do to get to where you want to go you got to take out the trash. you got to do all these maintenance things while you're working on your dream and have joy because you're working on your dream. Out of your belly. You're not supposed to work miserable. I'm going to tell you something. It sounds so corny. But if you was thankful you'd have that job, You'd get some joy, and if you got some appreciation, you're probably going to get another one. But if you think you're going to get another job by hating the one you got while it's feeding your kids and taking care of your stuff, you are working against the spiritual principle of gratitude that will box you in there for the next 50 years. Gratitude will get you out. Murmuring will keep you in. And you can't do it mechanically. 
you actually got to appreciate it. Something, see, we forget we could have nothing. There's a place of poverty that's really bad. I believe in stewardship. I, I mean, this sounds so corny. I get joy to, when I got the energy nowadays. I get joy out of taking care of my stuff because I feel like I'm being a good steward and it's pleasing God. See, I like to please my father. Since I was a little boy, I always wanted to please my dad, even though sometimes my dad didn't seem like he wanted it. I've been naturally, I think kids are born to want to please their dad. That's why it's so important what dad does when they're at that stage. They're supposed, you're supposed to serve God with joy and expectation because he is really a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. You say, thank you, God, I got this job and you're letting me work on another one. You know, you could be trying to get a job and not have no income. That's a whole lot harder than having a good job and believing God for another one. I mean, which way you want to do it? You want to do it from need or do you want to do it from a place where you can think about it? See, when you're thinking about need, you can't think about vision. You're there. When you're trying to survive, you don't see, you see illusions. You don't see visions very well. You can see, but it's, it's harder. You've got to have more word in you to, to do that. You gotta, when you've got to see when you're in the dark, you need lots of word. It's a light and a lamp to get you out. So if you're stuck somewhere and it looks dark, you, you gotta, you're, you're probably not reading your Bible. That's the first one of the reasons it's dark. It's going to sound so fundamental. You've got to read and you've got to pray. You got to read and you got to pray. You got to read and you got to pray. You got to read and you got to pray. You got to read and you got to pray. You got to read and you got to pray to get out. Some things don't move until you pray. Complaining is the opposite of praying. Israel died there. They died there. God let them all die and took in another generation. God will outlive everybody. A whole few, several generations can die. He's not, he don't have to worry about it. He can wait till everybody's dead and a few that are living, he can work with those. Anyway, you can't create it on your own. You cannot create joy. There's a difference between joy and pleasure. The Greek word for pleasure is hedonism the philosophy of self-centered pleasure. See, we think joy and pleasure are the same. Not close. Pleasure is when your carnal man likes it, you could say. Joy is something that comes out of your spirit. You can have joy when your hands are in stocks, but you can't have pleasure in stocks. But you can have joy. 
I've been in some really weird circumstances. I was getting hollered at by somebody one time, and they was dead wrong, wrong as the day is long. False accusation. And in my belly, God put joy in the middle of me getting hollered at. And I smiled. And they knew that God touched me. And they quit. Because, see, you can't fight God. They had enough sense to know that. I had joy in the middle of being hollered at and falsely accused. And God put a deposit right down in there in the midst of that. And he fixed me up. I was, once he did that, I didn't care what they did to me no more. <laughs> It was my relationship with God that did that. It wasn't my intelligence. It's my relationship. The rela your relationship with God is the most valuable thing you have. Not your church attendance. Not all the Sunday school you teach and all the stuff you preach and all the stuff you do. It's your relationship. You live off your relationship. Second Timothy. Paul refers to, in, in chapter 3, verse 4, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Self-seeking pleasure does not lead to happiness or fulfillment. Ecclesiastes 2.11. Then I looked at all the works of my hands. This is the wisest man, right, Solomon? And the labor that I had labored to and behold, all was vanity and vexation of spirit. There was no profit under the sun. All this, after all that pleasure seeking, Solomon was empty, wasn't he? The book of Ecclesiastes at the end, here, here, I'll just read it to you. Sorry I didn't give my notes, I apologize. They'd be up there on the, on the screen. Thank you. 12 through 14. And further, my son, be admonished by these of making many books there is no end and much study is wearisome to the flesh. We're going to keep going. Let's hear the conclusion. At the end of it all, this is it. Fear God, keep His commandments, for this is man's all for God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. Fear God, keep His commandments. That's what he said. The guy that did everything had, I don't know how many wives. What do you have, 700 wives, I think? You know me, one, 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 one. How many men say one? One. All the women could probably say one too, but I'm, I'm up here tonight. She could say it next week. One. I never could understand, even when I was young, how them guys had all them girlfriends. I couldn't have that many focuses. <laughs> one, thing, one thing at a time. They couldn't do it. Amen. Luke 8, 14. The cares of this life will rob you of your fruitfulness. 
Now the ones that fell among the thorns are those which they have heard, go out and are choked with the cares, riches, and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to maturity. The cares of the word will steal. The cares of the word will steal your joy. You know, when I was learning faith, everybody thought I was in denial. You know that? You ever have people you think they're in denial? I wasn't in denial. I saw some. And I chased them. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. TV. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.